Welcome everybody to another episode of the Dead Messengers Prod Podcast. I'm Brock. Uh, with me is my co-host Justin. Justin, it's been a minute. Uh, the whole month of January, in fact. Uh, but we're back. We're back. You could have called it a project, by the way. It would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what was trying to come out of my mouth <laughs> there. <laughs> could have been anything that started with PR. Uh, but yeah, we're back. Uh, to be honest, there hasn't been a, mo- a lot that happened in the past uh, month and a few days. Um, At least not in the world of destiny. Yeah, and I- I'm starting to suspect that that's p- potentially our future. I hope not, but that- that's kind of what it feels like. Don't do it. Don't break my heart like that. <laughs> uh, but we do have a few things to talk about, so so we'll just jump right into it. The major thing is in this past, uh, this week in destiny, the twid, uh, the... Uh, they, they let it be known that Joe Blackburn, the current uh, game director for Destiny 2 and longtime Bungie employee, is leaving uh, for parts unknown. Um, I don't know if we should be surprised by this or not. Um, you know, I, but it is, it isn't, it, I don't know if, like, I don't think it's, it's definitely not positive. I don't know. I, I feel like Joe Blackburn is one of the few people the community felt like they could trust with the direction of Destiny. And it's not that there aren't others there that potentially are trustworthy. It's just we don't, as a community, there's not a lot of trust. It's a it's a fragile time for things like this to be happening. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I've heard what you just said a number of times. The whole, like, ah, he's the only one that we could trust who was really looking out for us. First of all, you don't know. Like, everything he said was a talking point. Right um, now, granted, he would do his little like direct to camera videos. And I do think like, don't get me wrong. I think the dude is super passionate about the game that he has been making for, you know, forever. Um, but at the same time, the same people who were like, he's the only one we can trust. He's like the only one looking out for us are the same people who have complained to a fever pitch that I haven't seen since like maybe curse of osiris um or shortly thereafter like community sentiment if that's what you want to call it is like at one of the the all-time lows that i've ever seen it in playing this game and so the game director is ultimately accountable for all the decisions that got you to the point where you are complaining at the fever pitch that you are right now and at the same time you're saying well, you know, he's the only one we can trust. You kind of have to pick. Which is it? You like him or you don't? Um, at the end of the day, like, it is, a, I think people forget, for him, it is a job, right? And people move on from jobs. Very rarely does someone stay at the same job forever. It happens, but it's really rare. Um, my guess is, I mean, we're right at the point where Final Shape was supposed to have dropped. My guess is he sort of had it planned and probably even had his next gig lined up around the timelines for let me get through Final Shape and then I'll make my transition. When they decided to delay it, he probably still had to maintain whatever commitment it is that he's made. And so I'm guessing this has been going on in the background for several months now. They've been planning for it, all that sort of thing. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a it's just a job change. Um, yeah. And we can talk about the replacement and what that means, but like that's my perspective on him leaving. Yeah, I think that is correct. Um, what you said about uh, he probably had his next gig lined up, and and you, you were also right. It is a job. It is rare for someone to stay in one job for their whole career, much less as long as he's been at Bungie. Um, so you know, I, from a professional standpoint, 
Granted. Although I think he left and came back. Is that right? I don't really know my you know like no, bungee think, employee lore very well. Uh, you know, that does ring a bell. I think he might be right. But still, even, even you know. He'd been working on Destiny for a long time, even if yeah, there was a gap. Exactly. Um, but, you know, um, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on, on your point about, uh, which I get excited. We disagree. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> um a little bit about what you're saying about he's the game director. He's responsible for every decision that's led up to this point. I, I, I didn't say responsible. He's responsible for the state of the game is what you said. I said accountable. Accountable. Okay. All right. Unfortunately, we don't disagree on that. Uh, but, like, I feel like the community, um, and this is me putting on my Destiny 2 community hat, um, was giving Greetings him RDTG. How you doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything <laughs> yeah. is terrible. You're gonna have to be a lot more angry than you are right now. So, yeah. and probably um, you need to drop about 15 years. <laughs> 15 years. Shit. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I think that the community didn't hold him account. Not account. Not not that they didn't hold him accountable, but they didn't blame him for the state of the game necessarily. Maybe some people did, but by and large, I think the community didn't blame uh, Joe for where they were, and we're hopeful that they could, you know, put it put the game back on a on a positive track, um, you know. And also, like you said, like yes, it is it is a fair point to say, you know, we don't know who else is there that might be like, you know, uh, what is his name, Tyson, Tyson Green. Tyson Green might be great, right? But I think it. You know, it's important, like trust is important, right? And especially in a time like currently in the game where there isn't a lot of trust, it's it's difficult to have some blind faith in somebody you don't really know, uh, given the events that have led us to now. That, that's all. Um, that I understand. I mean, I like I, I have a personally very different perspective in that I'm like, look, I just like I'm a guy who plays this game like. I am, you know, not particularly emotionally involved to the point where like, well, you needed to ask me before you hired this person for this job, right? But like, I understand that that what you're doing is representing the way I think the community does feel. Um, so yeah, I get it. Um, I do think like, I, you know, I'm on record as saying that I think, you know, the game isn't for me personally, a really, really good place. Like I'm pretty happy. I get to play other things, which we'll talk about. And, you know, um, I don't feel like I'm having to like grind my face off. Um, so like, I'm happy with what Joe has done. I just know that like the person who is responsible for game direction for the last two years, two and a half years, it's been a while. Was it beyond light? It might even be three years. Um, has directed the game to a point where the community is maybe as unhappy as I have ever seen them. Like, there's just no disputing that. Um, I understand there's more nuance to it. Um, and again, I think the guy did a pretty darn good job. But, you know, um, I, I, there's a little bit of, like, both sides-ism happening as the community talks about it. Out of that one side of their mouth, they want to talk about how awful and terrible everything about the game is right now and on the other side of their mouth they want to scream and cry about but no not joe he's amazing yeah i think this is this is what happens you get this sort of both sidism when emotion is involved in talking about things over which you have no control yeah right um so you know i, I you know I, I am representing what i think how the community feels and, and i don't necessarily think they're wrong to feel the way they feel it's just you have to recognize that it's an emotional opinion not not necessarily a logical one yeah um i totally agree so so 
let's talk about what this means. Mm. Um, I'm of the opinion that you can think about this one of two ways. Okay. You can think about this transition and the new game director in the first way is if you believe that Destiny needs an OG at the helm, like somebody who's been around Bungie for a long time, has been working on Destiny and Halo for a long time, you should be pretty happy, right? Because my understanding is this dude has been there forever. I actually try to look him up on LinkedIn to see if, like, how long he's been at Bungie. He's a ghost. I don't think he has a LinkedIn profile. It's possible this is the only job he's ever had. Um, he said he started in on at Bungie on Myth 2 in 1998. Yeah, so it's possible this is the only job he's ever had. And he's like, I'm going to retire from here. I don't need a LinkedIn profile, whatever. So if you are the camp that thinks what we really need right now is a Bungie OG then I think you should be pretty happy. Now, it remains to be seen whether or not this guy can do the job of a game director because there's a lot to that job. But I think you should be, like, at least pleased with the direction. The other camp you can be in, and this is the one where I think I kind of fall, is you can think that Destiny needs new leadership. Like, are you, sorry, you can think that Destiny needs new blood in its leadership, and if you think that, maybe you're not so happy because this guy's been around for forever. He's like died in the wool Bungie employee. He's worked on everything Bungie has ever done. He's definitely the opposite of new blood in Destiny leadership. So it's one of two camps. It does seem like the like big majority of people are in the first camp, right? Like they want an OG, like an old school died in the wood Bungie person. Um and that's this guy. Uh, yeah, that's this guy. I Like I said, I personally would like to see some new blood come in um, and just say, hey, look, we're going to do things a little bit different because this, you know, thing that you guys have rut you guys have gotten yourselves into, like only radical change is going to get you out of it. Like that's where I would like to go. But whatever. Right. Like, again, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm a random guy who plays this game. So <laughs> what does actually, it matter? Yeah, actually, I, there's a very, really good uh, parallel for, you know, the place that the Destiny community is in and, and this exact scenario, which is uh, professional football teams and hiring a new head coach. I was going to say, like, or even college football teams and hiring a new head sure. coach. You could want new blood or you could want the uh, offensive coordinator promoted, right? Yes, yes. So, I, I mean, I am actually going through this right now, and I've actually been going through this. There's the a lot past, of people going through it right now. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. But specifically my preferred professional football team hiring a new head coach. I have I have in back-to-back -back years experienced that. Yeah. Last year it was never a good idea by the way when you've got to do it in back-to-back -back years. <laughs> yeah, it's but. not it's not good. Um last year it was a, it was an OG, so just just for clarity, I I am a fan of the Carolina Panthers. Last year they hired Frank Reich Bless who your was soul. who was the head coach for the Indianapolis Colts the year before. So 2022 and then 2023, he was hired, fired after nine games this offseason, hiring a new. So now, so, you know, they went with the the retread, the OG. This year, they've hired a new head coach, which is the offensive, which was an offensive coordinator. So this is the new blood approach that we're now taking. Yeah. And so you were saying there's two, you can have two perspectives on this. I think there's a third, which is the perspective I'm taking because it's the same one I'm taking with 
the Carolina Panthers head coach hiring, which is, I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's in fairness, that's where I am too. Like if you force me to have an opinion, I kind of have one opinion, but like, who knows? Right. No, like, I mean, I've been through I, enough I need coaching to see it. searches. No, I, I, you cannot force me to choose between these two. I, I, I honestly, I just need to see what happens. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm taking that with my, you know, with the Panthers. I'm going to take that with this. Like, you know, is it interesting that he was part of Halo's uh, PVP team? Okay, that's interesting. Maybe. But what does that mean in 2024? Nothing. You know? Uh, uh, potentially nothing. So, yeah. you know, this is a... And, and to me, it doesn't matter. And what matter. does it mean in a game like like Destiny? It yeah. means nothing. Because it's it, a very different game. Right. The only thing it could mean... Anyway, I don't know. It, potentially it means something with regards to matchmaking, but who knows? I don't know. Anyway, um... But all of this is almost moot in my point, because in my view, because of one part of the uh, TWID, uh, which is the very first time that they have even referenced something happening after they, uh, Final they, Shape. They've hinted at it, but this is like, I think the first time they've been like fairly direct about like like concreteness to the extent that they did. But yeah. Yeah, so they have here. So this is the in the thank you, Joe section. Uh, while friendship with Joe continues on, what does that mean in a professional setting? So does the closing and polish process for the final shape, our efforts, and our future redacted plans. Yeah. What is what is it? D Bungie, what is it? <laughs> Just please, God. This is like when I was going through the Lightfall campaign, and they kept telling me that I had to get the veil or get to the veil, and I just kept saying, what is it? Just tell me what it is. Do you know what's funny? And I think I think maybe we had this conversation after after Lifefall. I went through the whole campaign and got to the end of it and finished it, never once knowing what the veil was or even knew knowing that it existed. Okay, well, I was going to say, everybody was like that for I the first thing that you said. I wasn't. <laughs> but, like, you literally finished the campaign underneath it. So, uh, I was like, I was, but I, I, like, oh, actually, to this day, I don't think I've done the post campaign veil stuff. It's a lot of cool lore in there. You should do it. I, I probably should. I, I still don't know what the veil you is. You literally just have to zone in and, like, you know, press a button and it just listens yeah. to the recording. I, uh, yeah, there's a lot of Destiny 2 stuff I need to catch up on, not just that. Uh, but yeah, so, but here's, here's the thing, right? It doesn't matter who the game director is if there's no future. If there's when no I, future, yeah. And what I mean by no future, like, let's say, let's, let's fear set for a minute here. Worst case scenario. Final Shape comes out, Bungie comes out and says, that was our last expansion. We are doing no more new content. Zero. No more seasons, no more expansions, no, nothing. Um, and the game will obviously continue to run because there's a lot of people who play it, you know, probably for the next couple of years, but that's it. Nothing. In that scenario, it doesn't matter who I could be the game director. It doesn't matter who the game director is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so, and it's like, oh, bro, you know, we, that, that's, that's really looking at it on the, on the negative side. That's, that's not what they're going to do. We don't know what they are we going don't to know. do. And the longer this goes on, the more and more I'm starting to think like literally after I've read this. The first, it was the first time it actually seriously occurred to me, Destiny might be ending. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been there for a little bit longer. Um, so I think it all for me came to a head when they did the final shape showcase. So in order to like, in order to understand where I got, how I got here, we should probably rewind the clock to Shadow Keep. 
Um, the year and, 2018. Wait, yeah, it's been a while. 2019? And they were doing the Beyond Light Showcase. Okay. Right? And at the end of the Beyond Light Showcase, they said, okay, now we want to talk about the Destiny roadmap and what the future holds for Destiny. And they said, we're going to do Beyond Light, we're going to do the Witch Queen, and we're going to do Lightfall. Right? Remember, the final shape wasn't even a thing back then. Um, but they charted a course. And so you knew, oh, you can invest in this game because there's so much more content to come. And it turns out there was, you know, like, let's not talk rehash how Lightfall became Lightfall and then what should have been Lightfall became what we're going to get in June in the final shape. But, like, we ended up, we had a path of several years of expansions. And so we got to the final shape. And I thought, okay, well, when they do the final shape showcase, they're going to do it again, right? We all know that this is a new... Um, or sorry, this is the close of the light and dark saga. And so they're going to tee up what happens after this. Right. Um, and so I'm like watching the showcase and we're getting towards the end and I'm like, okay, here it comes. Like, are you going to tell me there's going to be two years, three years and what? And they just didn't say anything. They said, we're going to do three episodes instead of four seasons. See you later. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, oh my God, does that mean that they're not going to like, there's just, they're going to, there's going to be the end of Destiny's new expansions. Um, and I've been really worried about that since then, considering they have said nothing. We've, we are now to the point where Final Shape should have released and they have said nothing. Now, over the last 48 hours, I have formed an opinion here based on the thing that you just put up. Um, the opinion is that there's something that happens in the final shape campaign that they are keeping spoiler, you know, they're keeping, they don't want to spoil that sets up the next round of expansions and content and the next saga for destiny. And so as a result, they can't announce three new expansions and the names of those expansions and some concept cover art for those expansions without saying what this new saga is going to be. And perhaps they want people to experience that in game before they start talking about it. Now, the fact that they are referencing future plans as redacted is sort of the bungee way of doing exactly that, right? Like we have plans, but we don't want to spoil things that are going to happen in the story. And so therefore we're going to say redacted. So that's my like, what's the opposite of a tinfoil hat? Because like typically people with tinfoil hats are assuming kind of like the worst. Um, that's my like tinfoil hat, silver lining kind of thing. You know, like if I'm looking for the best possible outcome and explanation, it's that. The other outcome and explanation is exactly what you just said, which is the game goes into maintenance mode and so long and thanks for all the fish. So, so you know, what I said was fear setting. What you said is dream setting. Yes. Um, I never really thought tinfoil, the tinfoil hat analogy was purely negative. I just thought it's it meant It's not purely negative, but crazy. typically when people say tinfoil <laughs> hat, they're thinking like, okay, you know, like they're, they're out to get me. Right, or and it's like, got like a kind of a negative connotation to well, it. Well, okay, really interesting. I think more like when I think tinfoil hat, I think someone's saying, "Oh yeah, Outback is 3D printing meat." And I'm just like, that's what I. Yeah. That's not necessarily that's, negative. It's just that's pretty negative. Just, Maybe I'm wrong. It's <laughs> um, just a wild thing to say. Um, yeah. So you know, it's funny. You as you were leading into that that opinion 
or, or thought or uh, prophecy. Theory. theory, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. I literally, I was sitting here, I'm like, okay, I have fear set. What is the opposite? Uh, what's the most, like, what's the most positive? And literally, I had that same thought as you were beginning to, to say that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I mean, that, that certainly is a logical explanation for their behavior thus far. Um, Possible. You know, that would be, that would be pretty cool. I would be very hyped if that's what would happen, if that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that, like, at the end of the campaign, you know, we all know you're not going to confront the witness at the end of the campaign, or maybe they'll do it Oryx style, where you, you sort of confront Oryx, and then you go, yeah. like, really deal with him later. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, go your spoiler alert if you later. haven't played the Taken King. <laughs> um, anyway... Um, so, like, at the end of the campaign, you sort of, like, vanquish the enemy, and then, you know, just like you read a, you're reading a book or you're watching a TV show, and it's the last episode of the season, and, like, oh, man, we got through that big challenge, and then you're all standing around high-fiving, and the sky opens up, and something yeah. bad happens, and you're like, shit, now we have to deal with that. Like, it's possible there they have a moment like that in the, in, in the, the Final Shape campaign mm -hmm. that makes it really clear what the next saga is going to be. By the way, Bungie, if there is going to be a next saga, please, 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 please make it Vex. Um, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> so, that's just, you know. So we're sitting there. The witness is on the ground. You know, we've vanquished him. We've got Cade. We've got Ikora. We've got Shax. Yeah. Why did I say Shax? I meant Saint. Um, Shax you know, too, maybe. Who uh, knows? Yeah, maybe Shax is there. And then all of a sudden, the ground opens up. And who ca crawls out from underneath? Vex. Atrex. No, it's Tanix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tanix. Sorry, that's what I meant. Tanix. Vex, anyway. Vexified Tanix. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. Um, this is so the first knows? time. Yeah, this is the first time that I have seriously thought that Destiny is not necessarily part of my gaming future. And then, like, the very it's next. Weird, right? Well, it's not only just weird, it's just like, well, well I mean, now what? I've been playing this game since I was a late start starter to the OG Destiny since 2015. Um, that's I, not that late, though. I mean, that's well, only a year in. Well, so maybe it was later. When did the Taken King drop? What year was that? It might have been the end of 2015. Yeah, so it, it was whenever the Taken King dropped, that's when I joined. So we had already been through... It might have been 2016. I don't, it doesn't matter. Three, three expansions by that point, right? There was the original Destiny, there was the Dark Below, and then there was the... House of Wolves. House of Wolves, yeah. So third, uh, fourth expansion. Anyway, so, but like 2015 to now, that's like a long time. Long time. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, um, if you're playing, if you're an OG Destiny player like me, I mean, you're that's literally been 10 years almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Basically 10 years you've been playing this game. Right. So it's like, you do anything for that length of time, it's like you're going to have some sort of, even if even if you're not that emotional about the game in general. You're going to have an attachment to it. You're going to have an attachment kind of to attachment. it. Exactly. So it's like, you know, thinking about what, and then you have to think about what comes after, right? Because, like, I play video games to, you know, connect with, connect with people and to uh, relax, basically. So there's not a, I'm going to still play, want to play video games with my, with my friends and to relax. And if I'm not playing the, if the major game that I play has no future, then I'm going to have to attach to something else. And I, I honestly, at this point, I don't know what that's going to be, but you do. <laughs> I'm not sure if I do. I, I have a candidate. Um, candidate and it's possibly the worst decision that I've ever made. <laughs> I'm not sure. 
<clears throat> I guess we'll see. But I've spent the last two weeks now. Has it been two weeks? Might be three. Um, I've spent the last two weeks now playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they got them. A game that I said I'd never, ever play. Yeah. Frankly, because I said that if I played it, I would lose the ability to make fun of everybody else who did play it. <laughs> um, but I feel like there's not, you don't really meet a lot of World of Warcraft nerds in the wild anymore. Not anymore. Like, yeah. you know, the only people who are playing this game are people who have been playing it for a long time because, and I can attest to this, it's real hard mm. to get into this game. Like, you have a leg up if you've played any MMO or any, like, MMO light before. Like, you have a little bit of a leg up. You kind of understand the basics of the way the systems probably are going to work. Um, but, yeah, it's it's 20 years of game. Mm. It's all still in there. Unlike yeah. Destiny with the Destiny Content Vault, it's all still in there. And, like, you'll go through an area. Like, I find myself accidentally picking up the wrong quest and going to some area that literally there's no other players in because no one's been there in seven years, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that area will be so old that the art design literally looks like it's from another time. Um, that's kind of cool, though. It is. It's pretty cool. It's like you have history in the game. Yeah, but that's how much of the game there is. And <laughs> there's like these, this ancient ruins of yeah. a pre a pre twenty fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like twenty years of systems in there, and it's like already a pretty deep game. Yeah. People like to say the new player experience of Destiny is not awesome, and it's not. Um, while new player experience might be slightly better in that they do hold your hand through like the leveling process and like introduce you to concepts certainly better than destiny does. But if your goal is to go from new player to like what I would call myself is like, I would call myself a casual hardcore destiny player, right? Like I do all the hard content. I play quite a bit, but I'm not particularly hardcore, right? If your goal is to become that, in WoW, it's really, really difficult to wrap your head around everything. It's pretty fun. Like, it scratches all the itches. It scratches all the itches that have remained unscratched in the Destiny world for a very long time. Um, but it's a lot. It's a lot to try to wrap your head around. Now, if it manages to stick, uh, then sure, it could be an easy, you know, Destiny replacement for me. Nothing's ever going to replace, like, I think the 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 feel and the gunplay of destiny certainly wow isn't going to do that right it's much more disconnected combat wise um than destiny is but you know if you're you're if you like the sort of progression and grinding aspect that's got it all it's got everything you could ever want and then probably a lot more um so we'll see uh it's pretty early in the journey but we'll see yeah so when you say like you know it scratches the itches like what are you looking for in a game like let, let's let's put ourselves let, let's let's actually complete the exercise of fear setting right. We are living in a post Destiny two world, come you know twenty twenty five right. Yep. If you if if you're looking at like you you said WoW does scratch a lot of itches like what what sort of itches for you like what do you what is it that you find enjoyable about the systems that WoW offers as a game? 
Well, first, let's talk about the thing that keeps me coming back to Destiny, right? Um, aside from, like, you know, the friends that I play it with, the thing that keeps me coming back to Destiny is, like, you know in The Fast and the Furious, when Dom is talking to, um, and what is Paul Walker's character's name? Doesn't matter. Brian. Brian, yeah. And he's like, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, time. Yeah. right? It's a great life. I mean, I kind of live my Destiny life one day one raid at a time you know it's like we do the new raid comes out we go hard on day one it's a ton of fun whether we finish it or not i always have an amazing experience and the entire next year sometimes year and a half um is always me just doing whatever i have to do to stay current enough and like you know at the the right tier so that I'm ready for the next day one. That's it. That's what keeps me going, right? And so I do seasonal activities because every now and then there's a scatter signal. I do grandmasters because every now and then there's an adept something that we need. I do master raids and I do raids because every now and then there's an apex predator that I need to pattern for so that I have everything that I might need for the next day one. And like, also along the way, it's nice to be able to show off some of your achievements so you can chase a title here and there, you can guild a title here and there, right? Like those kinds of things. And then you can optimize your build so that it becomes a little bit more fun. You can try out different builds along the way to see if that's going to be something that you enjoy. Like that's like that loop is the thing that keeps me coming back to Destiny. WoW's got all that and then some, right? Um, all of the min-maxing you can do in Destiny, multiply it by 10, and that's what you get in WoW. And from a build perspective, like all of the like challenging activities you can do in destiny, you can do way more than that in terms of difficulty in wow. Um, itemization and looting to sort of be able to get ready for the next really hard thing. Totally. Like it's got that loop that keeps me coming back to destiny, which is why I think like if I can sort of like crack the nut that is the game, and <laughs> get into it. Um, it would be a pretty easy sort of thing for me to settle into because it scratches the main itch that I have, which is how do I go from the, you know, for this biggest challenge of the game, spend the next bit of time getting ready for the next biggest challenge of the game and then try that. Yeah. So the loot aspect, the build aspect, the prepping for a major challenging uh, activity, those are all things checking, you know, getting, checking things off a list, to simplify it i guess um, yeah i mean you know like i said it's all for me the loot is is like sure it's fun to like get a new thing and try it out right but the loot is a means to an end and the yeah. end is being able to be competent and competitive and ready for the next day one raid that's yeah. it like if it wasn't for that i wouldn't give i'd be i'd be using huckleberry and forbearance and commemoration until the day i die yeah for sure i Probably not forbearance, but two of those those three weapons I definitely yeah. would would be using. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, and so your 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 only question with WoW is, are you going to be able to get far enough into the game where it satisfies that completely? Yeah, it's like, am I going to be willing to put the time in to like break through that outer shell? that is like understanding all of the systems and getting in like truly into end game, because I think that's a pretty substantial time commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, so am I going to be able to, to like, am I going to be willing to put the time in to get to that point? If I do, I'm pretty sure 
it sticks. Yeah. Um, but as it stands right now, because what I want to be doing is I want to be doing all that cool stuff and those like, you know, hard activities and I want to have an optimized everything and I don't want to feel unoptimized, which is how I feel in WoW right now. I find myself after a couple of hours, I'm like, I just turn this off and go play Destiny for a little bit, right? Mm. Um, because I know I can settle in to Destiny and everything. I'm already pretty optimized. I'm already, you know, I can do anything that I want in the game. But even, but even that's a pro- product of the years you've spent playing Destiny. 100%, you there. which is why it yeah. all comes down to, am I going to be willing to put the time in before yeah. I get frustrated? And I'm like, I just, I can't. Yeah. Cool. Pretty cool. So we'll see. That's the experiment. But it is, as I've been telling everybody, it's like an overlap dog, right? Like you have a dog and it's getting old and you start to worry like this dog is going to die, right? Like you confront its mortality. Um, And you're like, that's going to be really sad if that happens. (laughs) And so you go get a new puppy. Is that what you do? Is that what you do? That's what people do. You go get a new puppy so that when your original dog moves on um you like at least you have a dog and you don't have to think like oh the house is so empty now without the dog i mean you have kids right but i don't um the house is so empty now without the dog and then like the the whole idea of going to get another dog like you can't even comprehend that you can't even think about it because you're so sad there's already a dog there right that's like i did not know this is something people did there's a hundred percent something people do um and so wow is my overlap dog for destiny potentially yeah i tried to play wow like i played the trial and and i think this is something in which you and i differ i don't get any pleasure out of checking things off of a list or optimizing my build. i'm honestly the only reason i even have optimized builds is because i've been force-fed them um by either you or you know people like shy somebody who we play with um that's the only reason I have optimized builds to be completely honest. I, I don't get a lot of pleasure out of the, uh, optimization. I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy day one, day ones. Those are fun, but they're fun because I'm doing it with my friends and we're all trying to do something hard together. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason I don't enjoy. I barely survived the beyond light prep for day one. Yeah. That was the worst. That was the worst. It was pretty it, bad. I, that was because you had to do the camp- you had to do campaign three times. Three times, the <laughs> whole ter- thing. It was terrible. And for some reason, I didn't feel the same way about Witch Queen. Well, um, it's because we could uh, we could pay to boost the other. That's right. The you other still had characters. to complete the the campaign. You, you had to complete boosted. it once. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So uh, you know, I don't enjoy like I don't enjoy those things like what i enjoy is i enjoy the the feel of and this is not true just in destiny right this is true in other games like for example i'm playing through ghost of tsushima right now combat in that game is great (laughs) that's a great combat system god of war great combat system i love i love a well put together combat system that you feel like you're part of the game and and that's one of the major reasons why i didn't like wow because you're so disconnected from the combat Um, what character did you choose in in wow when you oh, played, uh, I chose a monk. Interesting. Okay, I haven't played a monk, but like any melee character, you're gonna feel more connected to combat than mm-hmm. you are ranged. I think. Um, yeah. But a monk, like you should, like I think, is a pretty. Me- I haven't played one, and it I've is. been playing you for two weeks. You just punch so. everything. Yeah. yeah. You just punch so, everything. Okay. But All right. It's like, you know. Anyway, um, so like, 
and before i played destiny i only played solo solo player games like i played yeah. assassin's creed i played the ca campaigns for call of duty um so you know i i think what i look for in a game is a story which destiny has been offering right it's uh, a, a deep connection to combat which destiny is one of the best games for that right the gunplay in destiny is amazing and then i think the only other thing and this is something i think is there's just more recent development is i enjoy playing crucible pvp and if i were to go to a different game after destiny i would be looking for something that would, i don't think I, I don't know if there is a game that could give me all three of those things the way destiny has the best hope you have well there are two hopes um the first one is probably the division three mm. uh if and when i mean not, not if i guess they have announced that it is coming but who knows how long it's going to be it's probably three years away right yeah. um the other hope you have is probably Once Human um, that's coming at the end of this year, which seems to be Division 3 meets The Last of Us. Okay. Um, I think, like, those are probably your best hope. Both of them have PvP elements. Neither of mm. them are as good as Destiny in terms yeah. of PvP. Um, or at least they weren't. I can't, who, I can't comment on either of them because I haven't played them. Um, but I know Division 2... PvP wasn't anywhere near as good as Destiny, but what it does have that I actually was interested in is it has, you know, Division 3 has a Dark Zone, or Division 2 has the Dark Zone, and so does Division 1, um, which is a little bit of PvP-VE, um, mm -hmm. like extraction shooter stuff, which yeah. I love. Like, I really love the... Uh, it's why I like DMZ as well. I really love the idea of having something cool in my backpack that I want for my character from a progression standpoint, and knowing that I'm running around in the dark zone and I could turn a corner from this alley onto the road and there could be a group of other players standing there who decide they want the thing that I have and fight me for it. That is amazing, right? And like calling in an extraction in one part of the map to fake out people who want to steal your stuff and then running somewhere else to extract while you hope they ran to the first place, like all that super fun. Dedicated PvP, not for me, and dedicated PvP in the division sucked. Um like it just outright sucked. Um, I don't know how it'll be in division three, probably not awesome. Um, I don't know anything about PVP and once human, but I think like if there is no more destiny for what you're looking for, it's like probably one of those two games or it's a, a combination of games. Right? Yeah. It could be just you know, single player games and like a dedicated shooter, PVP shooter, like siege. Right. And honestly, that's what I was thinking. Um, Cause I played a little bit of siege and siege is fun. Uh, I am bad at it, but like I was bad at Destiny 2 PvP and just sunk, you know, thousands of hours into it until I got better. So yeah, I, could do that's, the same I mean, thing. all Siege is, all Siege is, is are you willing to put the time in until you know the maps? That's yeah. it. That's the yeah. whole game. Yeah. So, you know, and I guess on some level, I, I, I hope this doesn't happen. And I hope the, the dream scenario that you described is what happens, because if that happens, like, you know, the group of people we play with, you know, it's just, it's like you and I, we don't really share the same destiny Two is our overlap. Yep. Right. We don't actually really share the same enjoyments across other games. Well, that's not true. Some games we do, we have played together, but like in general, are the philosophy we certainly have, we, you and I certainly have more than like, I think a lot of other people in the group. Right. But, e but even, like but even that, the things we do have in common, like we just describe what we're looking for out looking for, And that's not, what we wouldn't like we, you and I would play racing games. Right? Yeah. Like 
that's something we're both interested in but like our core philosophy of what we're looking for out of games is not the same yeah, so the thing that keeps us like as a group of friends mm-hmm. that keeps us playing together is destiny and like yeah. if it doesn't there's no obvious like oh if that doesn't work we'll all go play x yeah. right and like i would be certainly like like i said one of the primary reasons i play video games is to play with friends so like 100 if there, if there was a, if there was a game that our our core group decided they were that most of them wanted to play i'd go play it regardless of whether or not i like the game yeah i'd figure um, it out yeah so I mean, you know unless it was like lethal company. Hey, we're gonna play Warzone. <laughs> unless it was lethal company yeah or yeah like if it's a de- like if it is just straight up other than siege yeah if it's a straight up dedicated um pvp game i'm not i'm just not gonna do it right but almost yeah. anything else i'll go play yeah so but i mean i i guess it, i guess it's it's you know to, to bring it back to the very beginning of our conversation right how people are making or having a very emotional reaction to this it, even you and i who are not that emotional like this ha- what happened yeah, i'm not emotional Destiny? about the game i'm emotional about the experience of playing the game with my friends right well that's what i'm saying it's like yeah the, the impact of what happens with destiny 2 is massive for you and i because it dictates how we're going to interact with our friends going forward yep you know that's a that, that's not a small thing so so bungie if you're listening <laughs> and we know you're not no, you're not <laughs> don't fuck it up don't fuck it up <sighs> all right well i think that was pretty good yeah yeah do we have anything oh we should talk about uh you know we should talk about just like the the, the little minor um complaint that everybody got mad about was riven's wishes okay right? yeah sure now so for those of you you me who don't know <laughs> what riven's wishes are they're just like a little thing that bungie was like oh it's gonna be forever before the final shape launches we gotta keep we gotta like drip feed some stuff so that people have a chance to like do something in the game or they're just gonna all quit yeah of course um so riven's wishes is like a stupid little weekly thing that you can do it's basically a a long bounty almost like a seasonal challenge that you can do so this week is like do uh rift generator public events three of them or two heroic versions of it, I guess, and um, other activities in the Dreaming City. So, like, I did that, and then I just, like, speed ran Chamber of Starlight Lost Sector a bunch until it was over. And you can claim some rewards from Mara. Uh, Now, the rewards are you can claim – there's going to be six of these. You can do them once per week per account. Not per character. To be clear, to be clear, this is the first time I'm learning this information. Yeah. Like, this is all new information. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit talking to you. Yeah. Um, so you can do them once per week per account, and you can choose from three rewards. The first set of rewards is any last wish um, deep sight patterned weapon you want. So, like, if you don't raid, and there's going to be six of them, I think I said that. If you don't raid, but you really want to craft Apex Predator, for example, you can do it. Right, you can spend all of your Riven's wishes. You can get five patterns for Apex Predator, and you can craft it, and you'll have one left over. Um, there's a second category of rewards I didn't really pay much attention to. I can't remember what they are. And then there's a third category of rewards that is like materials. Right, it's like you can get a couple of Ascendant shards, you can get some Ascendant alloy, or you can get lost uh, a lost or a dawning memento, which mm. I think is pretty cool. Especially considering I liked the Lost Memento, but I didn't like Haunted Lost Sectors, so I did none of them, and this is a way for me to get them. Um, Which, okay, so I have two problems with this, but before I talk through those problems, 
Do you understand? I understand. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, the, 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 the likelihood that I do any of this is astronomically small. Like the only easy. reason, the like, only reason I would do it. Okay. But see, here's the thing, Justin, when I get on, when I sit down, okay, I'm going to play destiny. Why am what am I about to do? Uh, I'm either going to play crucible. Yeah. Or I'm going to briefly look at the spreadsheet of things that I need to do for the <laughs> upcoming day one and be like, ah, I'll do that later. And then I'm going to play crucible. <laughs> so here's why I suggest that you should go grab them. Because you might accidentally complete them. Okay. Right? They're just like seasonal challenges, bounties, whatever. Like, you might just accidentally complete them. I think I read somewhere, someone said, although I don't know how it would work, someone said the first weeks you could just do, like, a last wish and it would complete. But that okay. doesn't make sense because it requires that you do Rift Generator public events. So maybe you have to do Rift maybe Generator public bug. events and one last wish. Anyway. Yeah. I would suggest going to get them because like, just like, so every time I get on, I just like go on the app and I grab every bounty and I don't mm -hmm. play for the bounties. It's just the ones that I complete. I complete and the rest of them, you know, they time out Inspire. of my inventory. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the good and the bad for Riven's wishes. The good. Um, it's a cool way to earn more stuff, right? Like I didn't like haunted lost sectors. I can now get lost mementos by doing Riven's wishes. If yeah. you don't raid, it's a cool way to be able to get yourself a crafted raid weapon. Um, you know, like it's a totally cool way. So that's the good, I think. Maybe there's more. Um, the bad, in my opinion, two things. One of them I'm going to disagree with. Um, the bad is people say, well, it's bad because it's once per week per account and not per character. Not per character. And that means you can only get six, like let's say all you cared about are the last wish weapons. That means you can only get six deep sight patterns, which means you can only really get to craftable one weapon because you need five patterns and maybe one other pattern. And so like if all you can, like you can only do apex, you can do apex and say supremacy. But does that mean I can get six lost mementos? You can get six lost mementos. Yes. That's pretty hot. Or even, three lost mementos and three dawning mementos, whatever you want. But, but like, because like, I did haunted lost sectors for the loss of mementos, and I only got two. Yeah, and I probably did more. like twenty or thirty lost sectors. Yeah, so you can get six more, right? Um, so, and I think that's pretty cool. But you know, most people are saying once per week per account sucks because I can only get one total last wish weapon. Um, I mean, that's the one I disagree with, and I'll talk about why here in a second. The other. Thing I disagree with is I think this is a total missed opportunity to give people a chance to get more deep sight harmonizers. Mm. Like, I don't understand why they are so stingy with deep sight harmonizers. The only way to get them, I think, still is the season pass, and you can yep. only get it's like what five of them, six of them in there. Um, I think there's, I think it's more than five, but yeah, it's not many though, yeah, right? Um, this was an easy way like a total no brainer of a way to give people access to more deep side harmonizers. And I'm not complaining because I have this problem. I haven't used one deep side harmonizer this season at all. Um, but I do think this was an easy way to do it considering they've given no other way to do it. Um, I disagree with the first one. Um, people are like, I can only get one last wish weapon. Yeah. Because Bungie wants you to raid. If you yeah. want the rewards from raiding, it's just that simple. Um, if you don't raid, that's totally fine. You don't get that weapon. 
Like that's how even, the game works. Yeah, even if you, you're lucky that they're giving you one of them. Right. Yeah. Even if you do a raid, you're only guaranteed. Like if you're only guaranteed a a red border if you do the chest, you're only you're only really guaranteed two red borders from a last wish raid. Because you can guarantee two. Well, you can purchase one, and then can't. Isn't there stuff you can unlock to get a guaranteed drop red red border? Well, so you can do that quest from Hawthorne that will give you a guaranteed one. But there's right, no right. chests. You can't purchase one. Oh, there is no chest. No. Nope. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, so really there's only one guaranteed way to get a last wish red border. Correct. Per week. But per you can week. do it per week. Now, unlike, say, any other raid, because there's no chest, you can't just do a boss checkpoint. You have to do the whole thing. Right. Which, okay. Woe so, is so me. So you have to do right? a raid. Like, oh, go wow. do the raid okay. if you want the raid weapons. And also, I think I said this to you uh, privately, and I now I, now I will say it publicly. Um, Last Wish has been in the game for like three years, four years, maybe longer than that. Who knows? I'm bad with time. If you don't know how to do Last Wish by now, either you're very near the game, in which case I forgive you, or you just are really bad at rating. Yeah. And like everybody talks about how oh, it's all Last Wish. It's so intimidating. It's not that hard. It's easy. Callie, easy. Like Also, by the easy. way, if you want last wish weapon patterns and yeah. you don't want to raid, do a Callie farm. Mm. Yeah. I, at this point, like, at this point, last wish is not hard. No. The, with the, how much damage we can do. Riven just, legit getting the mechanics down, I'll give you that takes some time. But you can <sighs> cheese Riven if you want so, to. I don't think you should, but you can. Listen, we we've so we've we do clan raids most of the time. Last few weeks we've we've fallen short, but in general we've been pretty good about doing clan raids once a week. And Last Wish is one of the ones that we do. We have taken four out of six guardians, having never done Riven legit, and did it with only like we only tried like five times. It's not like, hard if you it, can count to five. If you have, you can two, do live Riven think, legit. Yeah, if you minimum have two people who know what they're doing. And a scattering of maybe two other people who just are competent. Maybe they don't know what they're doing, but they're competent. You can take a whole red team through um, Riven legit. 100%. So just you know, go it, do Riven it's legit. 20, it's 2024. We should not still be complaining about doing Riven, Riven legit. And, you know, I completely agree with you. And then, but more to the point, like, you are fortunate that Bungie has given you away to unlock a craftable pattern for a raid weapon without ever having to raid. You uh, don't complain that they're only giving you enough to do one. You were explaining, you were explaining the mechanics of, of Riven's wishes. And then you're like, now here's what people are upset about. And I'm like, why are people upset? They should be happy that this even exists. Like, what is there to be upset about? Like that was literally the mm -hmm. thought that was occurring to me. Like the alternative is this doesn't exist. Correct. If you want more than, like, most people want Apex, right? So yeah. if you want more than Apex, let's say you want Apex Supremacy and you want, I don't know, Techie Enforcer, Tyranny of Heaven, right? God um, go raid. Go yeah. do the raid. And if you don't, like, I think you should, but who am I to tell other people how to play? If you don't want to do the whole raid and you think that's not, the time investment is not worth it for you to get one guaranteed pattern fine i get it wait for last wish to come up in the raid rotator and join a cali farm it takes like two minutes to kill cali and she drops she gives you a chance at 
a pattern for any weapon, any yep. last wish weapon, I think. I think it's yep. literally any one. No, I think um, you're right. Just go do a Cali farm. And to do a Cali farm, you have to, I'm going to just tell you right now, you have to learn one mechanic because people are cheesing it. You have to learn one mechanic. And that mechanic is you have to stand on the right, th the correct third of a plate twice. Yeah. Isn't it That's the thing you have to do. Isn't it three times? Might be three times. Oh, okay. That's too complicated. You have to stand on the correct third. Of, uh, that would make sense because you have to do one, two, three. Um, yeah. You have to stand on the correct third of a plate three times. Oh, and I'm sorry. You have to kill you have a to knight. kill a knight. Yeah. Very important, that part. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it doesn't seem that big a deal to me, um, but people like to be upset. Yeah. Just go raid. Yeah, just if you want raid. raid weapons, go raid. If you don't want to raid, fine. But you don't get raid weapons. JGR. It's that simple. JGR, just go raid. Yeah. All right. All righty then. I think that's it. That's it. I uh, thought this is going to be short. Little little update from the uh, college football universe. The sport is dying. That's it. <laughs> Have a good one. Yeah. We need to yeah. <laughs> make sure we get our college football section in. Nick yeah, Saban that's, the whole, that's the whole section for the week. The sport is dying. The sport is dying. Jim Harbaugh has left. Well, do you have anything good to say about Jim, Jim Jim Harbaugh leaving uh, Michigan? Uh, good riddance. Were you surprised? No, not at all. You thought He's been looking. He he, every year, he tries his hardest to leave for an NFL head coaching job. Yeah. As hard as he possibly can. And the, like, he tries <laughs> so hard every single year, and he finally okay. did it. Hold on. I'm sorry. I would be remiss if, if, we, if, if we are actually talking about college football or just college sports in general. What is, what what's this I hear about Tennessee being sued by the uh, NCAA? This is why I say college football is dying, and this okay. is a much larger conversation. Um, okay. It's not Tennessee being sued by the NCAA; it's the NCAA being sued by the states of Tennessee and Virginia, oh. or the state state attorneys general of really? Tennessee and Virginia. Damn! And it's like so, what a tangled web we weave. It is a much larger conversation, off. but it is like it, it is the harbinger of death for college football, in my opinion. It's the mm -hmm. thing that's going to kill the sport. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here first. College football is dead. It is. It's not dead yet, <laughs> but it is a dead man walking. Um, there's very little question, but we can talk about that next time. Also, um, just because Tennessee beat Kentucky in basketball last night, Kentucky sucks. <laughs> I think that's not, that's the message we can all get behind. Yeah. All right. Until next time. All right. See you later.